is absolute multi-larceny. Grand larceny! Grand larceny! Welcome to episode 69 of the Fantasy Hockey Bros Podcast, presented by FanDuel. Minnesota can match that win streak if they can hang on here tonight. Hartman brings it in. Works wide against Siegenthaler and scores! In period two, Wilson rumbling wide. As Carlson looks to connect the dots with Ovechkin. Alex Ovechkin steps and fires. He scores! 750 for the great eights. Guys, welcome to the show. <laughs> welcome. You know what? Let's get into it right, right away. Yeah, let's do that. So actually, there's a couple things I want to get off my chest. First, we got Joe here. We got Anth here. No Brian. We're in the year 2021, and he hasn't found a way to inform people that he's not going to be on the show. Oh. He's, he's pulling a Houdini It's like he right fell now. off the face of the earth. He's pulling a Houdini. <laughs> yeah. Complete disappearing act. We have no idea where he is. We don't know if he's, like, asleep in some alleyway or somewhere. We don't know what he got up to last night, apparently. Yeah, like... Just insane. Well, maybe he tunes in halfway. Maybe he joins us. Who knows? But we're going to roll on without him. You better have a good story. That's all. You better have a good story. Yeah. You're damn right. Better have a good explanation. The other thing I wanted to mention. The captain is cracking the whip, eh? Yep. Yeah. You know what? Because I was listening to that show. I was listening to that show back last week. I was editing it. God, when I when my audio went down, you guys were lost. <laughs> <laughs> no, we were. We were fine. No, you That's guys, not true. No, I I think if anything, it seemed like we were lost because we didn't know if you were coming back or not. <laughs> That's what it was. It was. I think if we knew that you were. Uh, it was so I think funny. if we knew that you were coming back, it would have been fine. We would have taken it no problem. No, it's. I think the problem was like well I don't think we were lost. I think the problem was I tried to take the reins and Brian was like, Hold on, let me try and be the host. Like Brian, you've never you know, you've never done this. <laughs> so Yeah. Back off. It's true. It's true. Oh, You're man. the next in line for hosting duties. Yeah. You know, I got some hosting experience early in the show and Yay. then we just let Mike run with it, you know? That's what happened. The captain. I guess you know it's fitting. We're on episode sixty-nine, and Brian's not here. Like. <laughs> when you, <laughs> it's fitting. When you said it at the beginning of the show, episode sixty-nine, I was gonna make a joke, something along those lines, and of course you did. And I was just like, "That's perfect." <laughs> you know, shit. I don't have like a. We should have like some like dirty game planned. I don't even have like. We should have done something for sixty-nine. Oh, no, we're classier than that. Come on, in or out, please. Oh, in or out? Or we, okay. we have mind. Up, upside or downside? <laughs> We're classier than that. In or out? <laughs> you know uh, what? We have the we have the game in our 
you know, in our Rolodex, we play Please Stand Up. We can play Please Stand Up 69. Okay, maybe we'll put something together at the end of the show. <laughs> but let's start with the fantasy players of the night this week. Pass by Heischer, two opportunities. Janssen again, shooting, he scored! Oh, Andreas Janssen had another kick at the can. It's 2-1. Oh, he wasn't going to miss this time. What a wicked wrist Starting with Andreas Janssen. He had two goals and two assists last Sunday night. Guys, Janssen, I believe he has 18 points in 22 games now. Yep. It's a quiet 18 points, too. Like, it, I know he's in Jersey, but... He is in New Jersey, but he was enjoying a nice little run there with Brat and Mercer. I, I, there's The line's still together. They're, they're clicking. I'm not going to say that run is over yet, but we're talking about a 27-year-old player. Obviously, he was with the Leafs organization for a while and didn't really get the opportunity that he the kind of needed the cap, to show Yeah, the cap had. forced him out of Toronto, too. So Well... He, he didn't even get the opportunity his first year in Jersey, right? Like, he was playing 14 minutes a night, and he got 11 points in 50 games, which was way down from what he did with the Leafs. So I don't think anyone saw this coming. And, I mean, he's still not playing a ton. I think, there exactly. you go, 15, 15 minutes a night. Shooting percentage is a little bit up. Is this why Pete just dropped him in our pool? Because you don't <laughs> see guys, you don't see guys who have 18 points in 22 games to get dropped in our extremely deep in, keeper in league. a deep. Yeah, I was gonna say in a deep pool, you don't see that. Yeah. So no, but like if he was in a pinch, I don't blame him. I don't see this continuing on from Janssen at all. That's and that's what I was I, gonna say. That's, that's like we gotta talk about his, dropping that was probably him. his thinking too, right? I still wouldn't say yeah. drop him in a pool that's this deep. Right, no, like that was a little no. bit of a surprise, but th- that was probably Pete's thinking. Yeah, yeah, he's he's taking a risk, but and maybe maybe he needs a roster spot, and a trade wasn't his way to go, and maybe he explored something and it wasn't going anywhere. But I don't blame him at all for that. Well, we got no. pretty much majority of the pool in our of our pool is knowledgeable managers, right? And I don't think anyone's really going to trade for Janssen and say he's yeah. going to keep this going. Exactly. He's going to slow down. Yeah, he will. So we'll ride it until uh, this it kind of cools off. It may have already started the Mercer Brat kind of train, but that's all I got to say about Janssen. Really not, not too relevant other than this recent run here. Waning moments of regulation. Peyton trying to fall down. Shively has it. And that is going to do it. How about that, Tyson? 46 <laughs> save shutout for Karel Vamelka, the most by a goalie in his first National Hockey League shutout in NHL history. What a night, Karel. Karel Vegmelka. <laughs> or, sorry, Vamelka, not Vegmelka. I, I watched <laughs> watch the game and they're like, they called him Veggie. But veggie. It's Vamelka. Well, yeah, I'm either going to call him Melka or Veggie because Vegmelka. No, Vamelka. Vamelka. So the G, yeah. the, the J is silent. Vamelka. Right. Okay. Vamelka. That's not so bad. Yeah. Uh, Karel Vamelka had a 46 save Ka- shutout. Karel? Like Karel? No, no Karel. not exactly. Karel or Karel? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah, he had, he had a 46 save shutout against the Jets. Well, now his record is two ten and one. Uh, I think he's just over a nine hundred save percentage. 
I mean, yeah. 25-year-old goalie, I'm not going to write the guy off in the future, but this year he's on a, just an abysmal team. Like, I was he should say never be owned. No. But no, if he's going like, to give you the occasional night like that, you can you can pr- try doing a spot <laughs> maybe start if with he's him, playing a weaker team, yeah, go with a spot start. But I mean, as Joe says, if, if if there's risk there, you cannot take any risk in fantasy hockey, right? So do not. <laughs> yeah, you know he could be the next Stuart Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I actually just dropped Skinner in a pool, and I, oh, I'm, wh- still right. well, I'm still right. I'm still right. Why? Of course we're right. No of course we're right. There's low risk. Oh, I, oh I'm. Uh, where's the his numbers from the since the last time? Dude, there's no risk. <sighs> How did you do those two weeks? Did those numbers affect you? Well, they, it didn't. Do, it wasn't great, but Leonard wasn't great either. So I know, but I think I think he had like since we had that talk a couple of weeks ago, or, or he, I think he's had what three starts, and he's allowed at least three per start. He had three starts, and two were bad. Mm-hmm. Not, two the were bad. not the point. but not the point. <laughs> not the point. Not the point at all. He lost some ground in the pool because of Skinner, and I bet you other managers were in there. Uh, next time you pick up a guy that no, is low-risk, high-reward, I'm going to say, Joe, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't think it was a high-reward angle. There was, It was low-risk, yes, because he was off waivers. That I've always agreed with. I just think there was a little bit more risk than you guys thought there wasn't. Oh, he plays on a good team. It just outweighed, but, it outweighed the reward. I, we're not, we're not the def- doing this again. But they're not, not the de- most it. defensive team in the world. They still give up goals. That was my point. And he's not the greatest of goalies. Like, you don't know what you're getting from him yet. There's not you, enough You are but a Stuart again. Skinner scout. You've been watching this guy. No, there, I've just seen his three NHL games that he's played <laughs> okay. before we had that conversation. All right. I'm sorry. You're qualified <laughs> to talk about how good he is of a goalie. <laughs> I'm just going based off what I see. <laughs> Let's move on. The score right now to keep pushing, keep playing hard. Grandlin inside the line. Steps it in front. It's passed in by Forsberg. Forsberg. Philip Forsberg. Four goals. He had Ooh. a four goal stud. game. Yeah, absolute stud. I believe he now has 11 goals. Five assists in 15 games? 15, yeah. 15, yeah. Like a four-goal game. This is what, like, Forsberg is a superstar, but it all comes back to health with him. Yeah, He's going to be interesting to watch down the stretch. I believe this is his final year of his deal. Mm. I wonder what Nashville does with him if he becomes a trade target and goes to another team. And that can even boost his value and fantasy even more. And he could get owners... That last push before the regular season slash into the playoffs, because I don't know. I, I don't. I, there's been rumors about Nashville moving on from him the last couple of years. I just wonder if in his contract here, if this is the year that he does move on, or they move on from him. Oh, Nashville's in the fight, right? So yeah, it's going to be, be a decision. Yeah, Poyle's going to have to make a decision. But in terms of of Forsberg's production, like he has never been a point per game player. Uh, right now he is. He's never been. His closest, I believe, was like 64 and 67. I think a lot of that's playing on Nashville. Right? Like, I think he has the yeah. skill to be a, a point-per-game or above point-per-game guy. It's just Nashville players just don't have big seasons. And we, we know. this year. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. A little different this year. <laughs> Duchesne and Granlund. <laughs> yeah. And Johansson. Yeah, but yeah, Forsberg's issue. It's been health with me. That's the thing. I love him. I really do love him. It's health. Just and can't trust him all if com- he's playing the games to get you those points. No, you can't. And I, I hate that about him. Yeah. And, you know, on that list is Malkin, Latang. Oh, yeah. I have a. You, a you have your hit list. Makar. I have my hit list. <laughs> God, can we get into Makar? Let's just do that right here. You want to get it right now? <laughs> just I a was late, waiting for a late it. Mid, a late scratch last night. Not out a scratch, of nowhere. Yeah. Meanwhile, like, like. Out of nowhere. Saturday night before the games, there were a lot of good players that were just like, oh, oh, oh. Yeah. Like. But you, I saw the I saw that McCarr news, and all I thought about was like, oh, he's probably on his couch right now, just like this what is the sh- <laughs> yeah. this is the shit that pisses. I have him in our fan tracks league. This is the shit that pisses me off with him. Like, come on, Forsberg two point oh, he is oh, not just Forsberg. There's a lot but of guys, a lot of guys. Mike's hit list. Like, yeah, we should post it. He's, we should post. We should post your hit list. He's made avoid, it's just injury prone. Avoid, man. avoid these players at all costs. Oh God, Makar, man, testing me. But then he and then he comes back and makes me look stupid. But like I just, <laughs> ah, he's just bothering me. Mm-hmm. Last thing I want to say about Forsberg is shooting percentage is twenty six. So that's going to come down a bit. He's Forsberg's. I don't think he's a point per game player. He hasn't been in his career, and uh, I don't see it happening this year. Unless then again it gets traded, we'll see. We'll see how that goes. But as it stands right now, I don't believe it. Starting a change now as Riley and Needlander get to the bench. Muzzin is out, and here's Matthews. Couple of goals, scores. Patrick goal, his fourth career hat trick. Following night, Austin Matthews, the Rocket winner, reigning Rocket winner is right back in the mix, baby. Yeah, he's right now seventh in goal scoring with 14. I mean, what can we say about this guy? He's right. He's right where he is. His, his shooting percentage is fine. His shots are like he's he's right he where like, he. I think he only has like one or two goals off his patent wrist shot. Mm-hmm. Like it's like I think like it's I think that I think we talked about it last week with Ovi. Like having one or yeah. two goals, yeah. The way like he's from scoring that in different ways in that yeah. slap shot, like I think that that goes the same way with Matthews too. Like his his shot wasn't working early in the year. I don't know if that had to do with his wrist, but he's finding ways to keep in it, and uh, he's on a stretch where like he scored again on Saturday night against the Wild from the side of the net, and it's a little tap in, mm-hmm. and it was just like he's not scoring that patented shot anymore, and it's like if he can get that shot down. How much? How many more goals is this guy gonna score? Well, this no, year? he's he's off and running now. Like we had that yeah. clown Brian, like to- <laughs> gloating. <laughs> he was <laughs> he, he was gloating last week about how oh I told you guys Matthews, you know he might be good for forty, but he, now here he is. He has fourteen goals in twenty two games. He's he's on a fifty two goal pace, and I don't know like. What was this guy talking about? I, I Speaking mean, of our bold predictions, as as ever. I, I think last week we had a nice little, a little few rewinds down there, and you guys, you guys said you didn't laugh at me when I threw out Ekblad as the the points leader among <laughs> D men. Sorry, a three percent and a point five percent were pretty laughable <laughs> things. <You're> right? <laughs> Hold on, <laughs> wait, but wait, wait, that prediction was he's going to lead all defensemen in points, right? 
Yeah. I don't, still don't think he will. I don't think he will too, but it's it worth it's worth more than three percent. It's worth well, I gave him three percent. Mike gave him half a percent. Mike gave yeah, him half a percent. So, <laughs> yeah. I still wouldn't put it That's, higher than like much higher than three percent. I might give him like ten now. Eh, he's second right now behind Fox. I still don't see him winning it. Yeah. I mean he's having a great two year. I, and I love Ekblad, but I just I still would say it's like he's a long shot to win it. No, at the beginning of the year I agree, but it wasn't it wasn't far off hindsight. I, I, it was I a good call, Joe. It was a good call. <laughs> I didn't realize the percentages when we threw them out. When I threw out the, you guys laughed at me. I just remember getting getting laughed at for that. And I'm like, I don't even remember what you guys gave me for percentages. And then when I heard the rewind, I was like, oh, wow. I was totally right. <laughs> well, we laughed at you for a lot of, of things that episode. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You- <laughs> Apparently, I can't do math. Uh, <laughs> That's correct. <laughs> Ekblad beautifully holds it in the zone. What a play by Ekblad. Huberdeau, centering feed. He's got Ekblad. They score! And they're winning a goal. Huberdeau to Ekblad. The comeback cats are back at it. Following night, we had Jonathan Huberdeau. He had... A goal and four assists. Big, big night for Hubie. Hubie dooby doo. He is now fifth in the league scoring with 29 points, eight goals, 21 assists, right behind Naz. Hubie owner right here. Hubie owner. He's one of the like, quieter superstars in the league. Man. It's funny. You hardly hear his name mentioned no. when mm-hmm. talking about the elite point getters. And he's done it for the last couple years. I mean, this year he's probably, he's getting in the top echelon of of the NHL of points. Like he gets his he gets his stuff. The last four years, actually. Yeah, like he's over what I, I think he's over. Is he over a point per game the last few years? Oh yeah, but well over a point per game the yeah. last four years. Four years, yeah. yeah. So yeah. I mean, but this year I think he's actually just within the whole NHL, like as a whole, like he's actually up there. Mm-hmm. Actually, I just had to look at it. In his last four seasons, 260 points in 230 games. So, superstar numbers, right? And and you just you don't hear about him enough. No. He's on pace for 99 this year. Does he pass his, his career high is 92? I think he should sail by that. Joe? Yeah, Florida's I, just so good, right? I think the problem with the good thing with Florida is they're scoring. Like, yeah, they're giving, yeah. They're giving up goals, but the last, like this week, they had two three goal comebacks. Mm-hmm. Like it was, they can crazy. score, man. And they if, can. If Huberto hits a hundred points, then I mean, that's what he needs to do for Ekblad to have a chance of winning the yeah. the defenseman scoring race. Uh, a little Hubie for Eichel, maybe Twans. No, that's not bad. <laughs> Probably what not. What are you talking about? That's not bad. <laughs> okay, not straight up. Not straight up. The problem, see, Huberto, Huberto, maybe he deserves that sort of recognition, but he just doesn't have that name value. See, and there you <laughs> so, go. So I'm going to use it to there my advantage. Oh. We'll see, we'll see. The great <laughs> thing about Hubie is he's kind of mixed in a little more hits this year. He's got 33 hits, and like he's on pace to, I think it was his career high of hits is 70-something. Like He's on pace to crush, he's crush that. that. Like, you know, you look at the the... The top guys in league scoring here, Huberdo in hits is three behind Ovechkin's 36. There's nobody even on the first page that's, you know, close. The next guy would be Gensel at 30, Landeskog at 30, and they're at 24 points. Like, 
To have that element. Yeah, that's that's added value big time. Because just because so many of the guys in that echelon of players just don't do it. Exactly. Speaking of Ovi and hits, I saw it out there on Twitter. I had to bring this up because like this week, someone put out goal scoring leaders since Ovi came into the league in 05-06. And... He by far is like killing everyone. Obviously, he's at I think he's at like seven fifty now because he he potted one uh, on Saturday night. Yep. Mm-hmm. Crosby is at like a four eighty nine in second or four eighty or four ninety in second. But the big thing is they went through I think the top five. They had their hits underneath. They had five or seven players. Everyone was under like a thousand hits. Ovi thirty one hundred hits. <laughs> Like killing it, it. Like he had like he's he has almost three hundred more goals than the second best goal scorer since 0506. and he has over like three thousand like he like he has three thousand over three thousand hits. Meanwhile, the other guys don't even have a thousand. It was just ridiculous. Just a machine, eh? The distance. Oh, just a machine. I wish I could find the the real numbers. I'm trying to find it, but it was absolutely ridiculous. The point total. When you can get those other stats from your superstar, like your top three, four picks in your league, my gosh, it's 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 the best. And he's the second fastest player to hit seven fifty, I believe it was. Yeah, I saw. I was actually just going to bring that up, but then I also saw a stat that said he's quicker to seven fifty. He got there quicker than the three guys above him. So does that make he him got, the quickest? No, I, I believe he's the second fastest to 750, but I think he's the quickest to get from 700 to 750. Uh, like I think he got 50 such goals. A stat. Yeah, I think he got. Yeah, I think he got that's 50 goals though. in 79 How games. How many guys think, have been to, from 700 to 750? I think Hal and Gretzky did it in like in 100 but, or something like that. It just goes to show you that he, at his age, yeah, he's I understand what it shows you, but he's literally in a class with three <laughs> other guys. I just passed it right now. From uh, from seven to seven fifty, he did it in seventy nine games. How did it in one hundred and eight Gretzky in one hundred and eighteen, and Yager in one hundred and eighty four? So who who beat Gretzky to the seven hundred and fifty goal mark? Was it Gretzky? Sorry, was it Ovi? No, like, no, no. Did Ovi, Ovi is beat the Gretzky second... to the seven hundred and fifty goal mark? Is what I meant to say. No, I think Gretzky did. He has the fastest to seven fifty. Ovi was the second, second, okay, all right, to, uh, second fastest, if I'm not mistaken. No, but that still doesn't make sense because we just looked at their goal per game for their. Actually, no, never mind. Gretzky might have been from seven fifty to eight ninety four. That those one hundred and forty four yeah. goals, it might have taken him a lot longer. So, all right, we figured that out. <laughs> <laughs> we we walked it through. We figured it out. You know what the crazy thing about Ovi, and maybe there's other keeper league managers that are dealing with this. And uh, if Gratz is listening to this, yeah, he's going to be sure he. His head. Oh yeah, he definitely because is. you have Gratz that he's never gotten the value that he deserves for Ovechkin because of his age. Yeah, but the guy doesn't slow down. Like he should be getting yeah. exactly what he's what he deserves, but he still won't. He like still realistically, won't, not even this year. Realistically, with a guy like him, I find in keeper leagues, you almost have to work out a deal where it's kind of like. You inch down. Like, you get yes. Ovi for a yeah. guy that's 33. And yeah. then you go to a guy from 33, you go to a guy that's 30, 30, 31. And then you slowly right. try to inch down to a to a, a stud keeper that is yeah. in that age gap where it's like people will give you the quality for. Mm-hmm. Like, he's never, he's never going to get, which this sounds crazy coming out of my mouth, 
But in a keeper league, he'll never get Ovi for Shvechnikov straight up. Yeah, yeah, unless it's a Or he shouldn't. He shouldn't, exactly. <laughs> he shouldn't. Yeah, which is crazy because Ovechkin is so much more valuable than Shvechnikov, but the age, and then, you know, you get Shvech's hits too, like they're a similar player, but just so, there's such an age gap. Right, but so. the problem, I know, well, I'll talk about our keeper league because it's three seasons, all right, or two and a half seasons you have the guy. It's not, how's Ovi going to be next season? Because we, I think no, we all think he's still going to be great next season. It's where right. is he going to be in two and a half, three years? Most keepers in our league are kept for the full two and a half, three years. Right. And are traded Most in that third season. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I mean, you got to look forward and forecast and look ahead. And, like, what is he going to be in two and a half years? What can I get for him? How old is he going to be? Because yeah. that all plays into it. And so. for anyone wondering, our, the way our, we set up our keeper league, you can have a guy for three seasons, but three years is the max. So you will lose him. for You can't keep him a fourth year, so you'll lose him for nothing. And so what happens is everyone obviously just trades that guy leading up to the in deadline, the which is why yeah. we say two and a half years. You, you you basically can keep a guy twice. That's the... That's the exactly. Yeah. Oh, man. One of my favorite players in the league, Mark Shifley. He had three goals and one assist and an 8-3 win. And we could put our feet up and hands up and just relax on this standpoint, uh, this this segment. Yeah. Michael, Go just ahead. take it off. Take it from here. He's been on him. Yes. The beauty of it. Thursday night, we post a buy low on Shifley. Get him now. Get him now. Friday night, he goes off. I had a few people reach out. Saying well, you've been saying you this so for the, you've been uh-huh. saying this for the last week, week and a half, yeah. even on our group chat, or even even when we got together at your place a couple Fridays ago. Like you've been on this train for yeah. a little bit. All over him, I'm still on the train. Like he, so Shaif has five goals and seven assists right now, twelve points in seventeen games. Shooting percentage is just a tick, a tick low. But this guy, he's been a point per game. For each of the last five seasons, he's going to do it again. It was his time. And like I was saying, we had so many people reach out saying, thank you. Thank you for that buy low. I went and I did exactly that. We had other people being like, oh, I tried right when you said it and I couldn't get him. But like, it was his time. And Shaif is that good. He, I was even telling you guys in our group chat, <laughs> he won me a shit ton of money on FanDuel <laughs> because I was riding him. You, I was I was eventually him until the clock he is right tw- twice a day. So eventually, <laughs> if you keep riding him, riding him, yeah. how much did you lose <laughs> from riding him? No, I did honestly. I waited. I wait. Well, yeah. I, honestly, I didn't lose anything on him. I, I kind of waited. I just went in. I felt like that was it against Jersey. Bernier was in net. They were home. I just feel. I felt like that was it. Made a bunch of money on FanDuel, well, but you, let's go there right now. You thought that was it. Wait, you thought that was it when I think they played Arizona and they got shut out one nothing. Yeah, you're right. Was that the that was one of the, game? That's when he hammered it. That's when he hammered it. He cost me too. a little bit. Th- but yeah. you know what the thing with that night? So on FanDuel, when you, when you click on the single game format, like the game is, they decide the game for you, right? It all yeah. depends. Like some nights it's, some nights it's a game that I really don't want to play. Like that night, they didn't. It wasn't the Winnipeg Arizona game. So, if it was, oh, I, oh my gosh, FanDuel would have cost me a bunch of money. 
But uh, the single game on that night, which Shifley went off, was the Winnipeg Jersey game. Yeah. So I was like, let's go all in. Um, but yeah, it helped me out. So FanDuel, we've been talking about for a few weeks now, guys. And uh, lucky for you, this is the last week that we're going to talk about it. So help us out. Get in on FanDuel. We've been having a blast playing it. We have a FanDuel FHB league where we run contests, exclusive contests, all season long while we're planning on it. We have been doing it over the last few weeks. And we want you guys to get in in on it. So uh, it's very simple. You download the FanDuel app. And sign up with our code in the episode description, our bio. Uh, use the referral code, the Fantasy Hockey Bros. Sign up for free and you get in. And then you send us our, your username. We'll add you to the league. And we'll just have a, have a great time. Have a great time doing it. Grand old yeah, I, uh, I got a little bit of a, a nut kicker. Kick to the balls last night on FanDuel. Don't you hate it? Like I was, I lost by 0.7. I was out of the money by 0.7 of a point. That's like finishing you know, on the I'm bubble. I'm shocked and, about and the Carolina Buffalo yeah. and a, yeah, a Carolina Buffalo single game. It was a. Uh, I was. How did my lineup lose? Like, did I not have everybody that had points? Yes, but you uh, you had uh, Tage Thompson and yeah, Th- uh, Thompson didn't do anything. I can't remember who else you had. You had someone else. You had. Um, Oh, no, and Slavin, which Slavin kind of did nothing. Um, uh, I guess so. And I, I had the other three guys that you had. Um, I had Aho, Trocek, and, and Natchez. And then my other two guys were Darlene and Okpozo. I was thinking about doing Mr. Uh, Seth Jarvis, and that probably would have put me in the money because he had an assist. But so did Okpozo. So it kind of went hand in hand. But Teravine ripped it up, too, yesterday. Yeah. So. Yeah, I guess anybody who had him as captain, they they, they won. That's that's won where it was, and uh, it's a shit kicker. Point seven out of the money. Now, yeah, out of the money sucks. would be in three forty three, but whatever. Yeah, three dollars uh, and forty three cents, not three hundred and forty three. Just think for everyone else. Think you'll there. be okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The, the thing, like we've talked about stacking in the past, and like how people, you know, on their fantasy rosters, yeah. they they think they need to stack. Like, no. Daily fantasy, absolutely. That's how you make money. Yeah, that's how you make the big money, get in the top of of these tournaments. You stack because usually when the player goes off, everybody benefits on the line. I thought Vancouver was going to do well yesterday. Against Pittsburgh? Yeah, they ran into some. Really? I just thought that maybe they would have. What made you think that? Whether they would have won or a high-scoring game, but then they ran into some. Penalty trouble, I think. <laughs> oh, they had, a, they, they had three straight penalties. So that's when Gensel went off and scored his two power play goals. They had two five on threes, and that's when he killed. So I had I had Sid and Latang who ripped it up, but then I had Garland, Hughes, and Hoaglander that didn't do so. Kept well. in by Gensel over to Latang again. Crosby to Jake straight away. Fires. He scores! Getzelmania hat trick in Vancouver. It's three one. Uh, that's a great segue, Joe, because in that game we had our next fantasy player of the night, Jake Gensel, had a hat trick, had an assist. Actual, I think it was a net. No, it wasn't a natural yeah. hat trick because Vancouver yeah. had a goal. Oh, but it was in the. It was all in one period. I know it that was it was definitely all in, all in period. one period. Yeah, but uh, he crushed me. Yeah, Gensel. 
Oh, you're playing Gensel right now. I am. Yeah, Gensel has been on a little bit he's of a, a tear. He's a stud. Gensel, Gensel is a stud. You know, and he's been—I I, he's like the only guy who's been doing it there all season. Yeah, put right? goals and had a goal in between his first and second. So, but they were all in the second period. Yeah, Gensel's up to 13 goals and 11 assists for 24 points on the season. He is on a well, that's a long point streak. <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, well, seven, I think eight, nine, 13. ten, eleven. Twelve games. Yeah. Twelve game point streak. I think that's the longest active in the NHL right now. I mean, Gensel's getting it done. And and with Sid there, he's been better because he's got his, his centerman. Sid's another guy I'm riding until he go, goes off. Wait till Malkin comes back, it, baby. But it's time, yeah. Sid Sid's Sid's gonna get climb back up the the scoring race here, but um, yeah, there's not much to say about Gensel. He kind of does everything. Yeah, he's in a good power play. They they just hand out hits there like crazy, and Gensel's gets them. So 30 hits on the year, 89 shots. His stats are elite. Not not too much to say. Not about much. Gens. Yeah. Okay, that's it for fantasy players of the night. But there's a few other guys I want to talk about here. Let's start with Rupe Hints. Do we have to eat our words a little bit on this guy? Because <laughs> he's back. You know, yeah, he's he's up to 10 goals all of a sudden. Dallas is freaking rolling. You know, Robertson joined that. Robert, I feel like Hints needs Robertson because Robertson came back. It hasn't like it hasn't been a too long of a time, but Robertson, Pavelski, Hints, they're they're clicking again like they were they last just work year. Well, yeah, they click those guys. Yeah. Yeah. So Hints. He has like what is it? He has all of his ten goals in like the last ten games. Yeah, because he was over for a while there. Yeah, we're eating, uh, eating our words a little bit here. I'll be the first to but, be like. But hold on. To be fair, we yeah. never really said he was gonna not produce. We were right. just talking about his health. Yeah, his health, right? and like I'll stand by the fact that like, you know, he did it once. He did it once last year. Yes, he's young, but like. I'm never bullish on picking up or like drafting a guy that has one year of like doing it behind him. So that's kind of where I was was going with all that. But it's nice to see him him bounce back. 15 points in 21 games. I think he's probably a for for FanDuel lineups. That line is probably pretty good to look at. They got a good matchup. You know, if you want to stack yeah. that line or even go with hints because yeah. man, he's he's playing well right now. I am um, speaking like I was just gonna say like I I, I, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> oh. <laughs> what, what, what was it? Now? <laughs> now you have to go there. No, I was just because it's gonna sound. I was literally gonna say because it's gonna like sound salesy, but like I'm having a freaking blast playing on FanDuel. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like legit. Like I am loving every freaking day. I I play every night. It, it's I I would I would play a little bit more. It's just for me, it's a little tough because I'm I'm wor- I work till seven, and it's like I can't really get yeah, to my when phone you get and your make my day. Yeah, because you got like, sort it, of during the week it's tough, and by the time I get home after dinner, it's just like I can really only play the single games, and it's just whatever is there. So it's tough even yeah. for me to get an eight o'clock or eight thirty start, and it's only the late games, and by then it's just like, do I need? So I, I play on the weekends. I played a couple times last night. Looking at the lines again today because there's a few games tonight on Sunday. So, well, yeah, because you kind of got to be on it, right? Because if like yeah. like Saturday night, all those late scratches, you need to make sure you're ready to like swap. Yeah, the guys. Like I can guarantee you, in that single game, Carolina Buffalo on Saturday night, you you know, probably a ton of 
people had Sveshnikov and he was a late scratch. Yeah. So yeah. yeah, that sucks. That's what that's what the thing is though with these lineups. You can't just sort of go on and make a lineup in a couple minutes because I feel like that those just don't win. You you really gotta sort of dive in. T- you gotta yeah. You gotta have mic schedule, <laughs> basically. Well, you gotta be able to. <laughs> you gotta have the time to go through it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that was a kind of a subtle chirp, but we'll continue on. <laughs> <laughs> <The> mic schedule. <laughs> uh, next, guys. Uh, Ryan Hartman is having an unbelievable season. Thirteen okay, goals, hold on. eight assists. Is he a byproduct of his line mates though? Yeah, yeah, probably. 100%. Like, this I is mean, this is like as long as he's up with Kirill and Zooks, like you're looking at him succeeding and getting points. Like Fia, I think who was there last year was it Fiala? Uh, uh, in I between believe. them, no, in between them, like, or was it Ericsson? It was Eric It was Eric Not all of last year though. No, it was someone there. else. But yeah, like it seems like whoever's in on that line with those two guys is going to be produced. Because right now Fiala's in that doghouse over there, but Hartman, yeah, he. I mean, I just think it's it's a byproduct of that line. So like, if he's ever moved off that line, I don't see him producing at this clip. Obviously, mm-hmm. no. It's I would say it's it's similar to like a, he could a Hyman be just situation, like a role player, right? Where he's doing it, yeah. like he's 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 playing great. And but the thing is, he facilitates, right? He makes things happen on that line. So yeah, he's actually not a bad guy to own. No, yeah. not at all. I would just ride him, ride him, and just ride see how, till, how far it yeah. takes you. Exactly. I think he's at he's added value, right? Like I'm not selling. I'm not selling him. No, yeah. don't sell him. I would ride him because, again, with with a player like that, he might be moved off that line pretty quickly. So ride okay. him until he's not producing or gets moved. And if he does, then that's when you say goodbye. Yep. All right, next guy here. Um, this is more of a quick thing. Backstrom is a full participant in, in uh, Capitals practice. Still no timetable on him, but he's he's going to be close. I mean, he's cleared for contact, so uh, just keep an eye on that. Next thing, Jake DeBrusque requested a trade this week. Is there any scenario where he has value after he gets dealt? Um, like, I, I mean, on deep leagues, I think I'm taking a shot. Like, why not, right? Why not? Oh, why um, not, Eth? Look, this guy's no, willing to no, no, take no, no, the no. risk. <laughs> even Clarify. Even, even no, what he just it's, said. It's totally, diff- <laughs> it's, it's totally different with a player <laughs> than a goalie. A goalie can really, oh, really fair, affect. Fair, you know fair, what I mean? Fair, That's fine. the only difference. Fair, fair. Like I said, yeah, I'm taking a shot in, in deeper leagues. I mean, I don't, I'm not expecting much, but depending on the situation, you know. Yeah, like, I can see say, him going to a team that is – Further down in the standings where he's going to get more opportunity, but maybe might not play with the top echelon talent players kind of thing. Yeah. Like, example, it's it's never going to happen, but, like, if DeBrusque were to be on Toronto, place that is weak on the left side, yeah, you know, he's a, he's a, he's a faster, probably a little more skilled Richie. Like, I don't – like, you know what I mean? Like, he if he clicked on the, one of those top two lines in Toronto – you know, that's that would be a situation where well, I think it's like, he had yes. did, like I think he had twenty plus goals last year, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, off the top last of my head. year, yeah. No, not last or year. Last year was a bad year. Two years yeah. last year was a bad year. He had twenty seven in his uh, second season. There you go. And then he had nineteen that's what I'm the thinking following of. season. So that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. No, he can play. I, I think he's just he's not a first liner, right? Like even on a bad no. team, he's you. You could put him on the first line. He's just 
I think he's a second line guy, right? Second yeah. line, even a friend. I could see him maybe going to like an Ottawa type or Detroit or somewhere like that. I mean, heck, even maybe Nashville mm-hmm. looks into that. You know, like he's he. It's tough because he is a three point six million dollar player right now. And he, this is his last year, so his, you gotta think whoever acquires him looks is looking to sign him. Yeah. Now mm-hmm. it might not be for much more than what he is, but that's at least the qualifying offer, right? Yeah. Um, but while we're on Boston, like Taylor Hall, it, he's just slipped into mediocrity, and like I, I, he's never gonna be the guy he was I, I, in Jersey. You, he's just not. No, I'm done. Let with me. Him. Yeah, you let me ask you, you, what you wish for. Paul. Exactly. Yeah, but let me let me ask you something. Um, is this a byproduct of not the giving Bruins a shit style, <laughs> or is he just lost it? Period. Because he's not the guy. I know right. he technically said when he went to Buffalo or whatever, he doesn't want to be the guy. But like in Jersey, he was always the guy getting the touches. The guy's getting whatever. Like in Boston, there's at least three above him. Yeah. Uh, but like, so I don't know if maybe this is just, and the Bruins aren't like this high powered. Like after their top three, it's just no. But know. he's that's like he's to blame for that. Like he's had time on that top power play, even with Marshawn, Pasternak, Bergeron all there. He just it hasn't. Yeah, but he's not. But I'm saying from a coaching uh, yeah, a strategic like thing, he's not the go to. Like right. you're on that power play line, sure, but you're always turning it to the other guys. You're like you're always yeah playing second fiddle, or in this case, fourth fiddle. Well, until that situation changes, I'm just yeah. expecting absolute mediocrity. From no, them. and but that's my point. Is, yeah. And I, I think I I might have said it at some point, but re-signing in Boston, it didn't, for me, that wasn't a... No. I don't see Taylor Hall, the Hall that we all know, and if it's still there, working in Boston. It's just right. uh, not a good no, mix it won't. or match. It'll, it'll right never... Now really work like as no. long as he's there you know what you're getting from him fantasy yeah. wise you're it's, getting mediocre it's not yeah it's not 70 points the whole a lot of people yeah thought the, the whole situation no. with hall is just so baffling i don't understand how a first overall pick you know can go and win the heart have just an incredible season you know be the guy and then from there sort of you know still okay with with the Devils, and then uh, I think it was the season that he went to Buffalo that was sort of I think like his make or break. Where I remember we thought Mike that he was just going to go off with Eichel, right? Like yep. he's we're like yeah. now he's in a bit of a he has a, another superstar with him, which yeah. he's never really had because he didn't have it in New Jersey, right? When he won no. the heart, and then he just sort of went the complete opposite way. And I just yeah, don't understand. He's like, I don't want to be the guy. And like, this guy's 30 uh, years old. I think he has to be the guy comment. to be successful. Like, yeah, he can't Joe, be maybe. that support. Like, he can't be that supporting cast on a line. Like, even everyone was like, oh, maybe he'll work in Toronto, like, in the offseason before he signed with the Bruins, like, or the Sabres, maybe. I can't remember what it was. But it's just like, will he work on the left side of Marner and Matthews? No, there's just too much distribution there. Do you remember why he won the heart? I can't remember because he, he went on a tear near the end of the year because he had like ninety-two points and everybody else on his team yeah. had forty. Yeah, because he yeah, had like I think, I think he had like forty like, points more than the next guy on his team, and they made yeah. the playoffs. Yeah, and, if I'm not mistaken, and if I'm not mis- yeah, and yeah. if I'm not mistaken as well, I think he got majority of those points in the final 
stretch of, of hockey. Like he went on a 26 game point to get them like into that. the playoffs. Like, and it was yeah. like, this guy's got to be the heart winner because yeah. his team got his team to the playoffs and he was far and away the, the best player on the team. Like it's not even close. Yeah. He had no one. Yeah. Like to his defense, like maybe it's this, this, that second line center in Boston is just a rotating door. Like it hasn't been great. Coyle is not a number two center. I just, I'm not no. impressed by him. Uh, maybe if Krejci, like he was having success with Krejci, maybe that's part of the deal. But yeah, mediocrity from Hall. Last guy here before we move on, Evander Kane. Just kind of a quick note, like he's in the AHL right now. If you have an NA spot on your rosters or you're able to stash him, there's no risk in stashing him. Like Kane is a great fantasy player when he's playing. He will play in the NHL this year. I'm, I'm saying that right now. I think All someone right. will grab him, whether Vancouver, they trade him at the go. deadline. I, I think someone will. Like, And San Jose has made it perfectly clear that they're willing to eat salary on a deal. He's not playing in San Jose, so it won't be in the, with the Sharks. He will Vancouver, be dealt. Vancouver, let's go. What, I don't what's think the he, risk? Yeah, I don't think he gets bought out. I think it's a trade. The Sharks eat 50% of his deal, and that's it. Yeah. He will be in the NHL this year down the stretch. Whether it's sooner rather than later, we don't know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, some quick injuries here. Anderson on Montreal, two to four weeks. Petrie, I believe, is day to day. Montreal's yeah. tank mode. Yeah, they are. Irrelevant. Getzlaff's week to week. Tough injury for Getz owners. Who's having a great year, yeah. 20 points. Uh, Farabee, week to week. Uh, Shesterkin will be out at least three games. <laughs> so, well, we'll see. They said he's going to be reevaluated, was... I believe, on Thursday of this week. So, right now, Georgiev. If you want to stream them, like Rangers are a good team. I don't know how their schedule off my head, but yeah, Georgiev will be the guy this week. Yeah. Then we had Mitch Marner miss Saturday night. We're recording Sunday. I believe he's going to be out tonight. It doesn't look like a long-term thing, but you never know. Like It might be concussion. We don't know. So that's kind Ranger, of... Uh, Rangers play four times this week. Determined. Oh, yeah? Just by the way, going back to and they play Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. So uh, Okay. Uh, that's right. I have them in my notes coming up. But yeah, so on Marner, I out for that. McAvoy was a late, he missed the game late scratch on Saturday night with an illness. Doesn't look to be long-term. Shvechnikov also, as Joe mentioned earlier in the show, he missed uh, the game Saturday night for Carolina and it was a finger issue. And again, doesn't look like a long-term thing, but just keep an eye out for that. Okay, week ahead here. We have a five-gamer from Anaheim which is always fun, especially in Battle of the Bargains. Oh, boy. Uh, but they're all on the road, which is not exciting. Oh, my so, God. What a, what a horrible terrible, week. Right? Like, for those poor players, man. Yeah, so at Washington, at Buffalo, at Columbus, at Pittsburgh, at St. Louis. This guy's going to be exhausted. <laughs> yeah, like, do they have <laughs> Those aren't chance? that close. Do, do they have any That's why ch- they yeah. get paid the big bucks. Are they going to win that... That game against St. Louis next Sunday, because <laughs> all the flying these guys are doing, it's going to be their fifth game in seven nights. It's brutal, brutal. But yes, if you do have like one pickup, you have room for these guys. There, there are options on Anaheim. There's Raquel, there's Drysdale, Milano, even Lundstrom. Like these guys have been been producing. Anaheim could score this year. So, but moving on, there are uh, a bunch of teams that play four times. Carolina, Colorado, Dallas, Minnesota, Jersey, Nashville, Rangers, Philly, St. Louis, Vancouver. 
and the rest of the 21 teams play three times. Typical heavy nights are Tuesday, Thursday, and Saturday. But there are a lot of streaming options this week because there are a bunch of teams that play Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Like There are options. Here are the some that we like. Uh, Jersey has Ottawa and Philly at home Monday and Wednesday. Uh, teams that have been struggling in Ottawa and Philly. They also play Nashville on Friday, but from Jersey, you have Heischer, you have Janssen, who we talked about earlier. Uh, you have Mercer, you have Zaka, you have Tatar. Those are low ownership options. I'm probably looking at a devil earlier in the week. There's also Colorado. They play Monday, Wednesday, and also on Friday and Sunday. So if you don't get many moves in your league, they're a good place to look. They, the, whoever you pick up should be getting in your lineup. Uh, Nachushkin, O'Connor, Newhook. I'm looking at those three. Newhook had a goal and a half the other night. I didn't see it, was it? Oh, he went through almost the whole team. It was a nice little... Good little player. Nice little dangle. Colorado has... Like, they got... They're unreal, and they have these unreal kids coming up, too. It's like... And yet, they can't get out of the second round. <laughs> Vancouver, like Colorado... But they're the Stanley Cup favorite every yeah. year for some reason. Yeah. Like Colorado, Vancouver plays on all off nights this week. It's a tough schedule. L.A., Boston, Winnipeg, and Carolina, but they're all at home. So Ooh. that's pretty good. Typical guys. It's also Vancouver. From Vancouver, yeah. Like uh, Hoglander, Pod Coles, and Pearson. <laughs> take your pick. I don't know. They change those lines up. Like I think every time Green changes his underwear, he decides to change the lines too. So <laughs> it's a routine for him. For the power play unit. It's insane. <laughs> Then uh, if you're looking just the end of the week, Friday and Sunday streamers, I like Florida at Arizona and then at Colorado, which is a little tougher. But there's Vetrano, Lundell, who's had a pretty good week, and then Owen Tippett. Then Nashville, they're at Jersey Friday, Rangers on Sunday, Johansson, Janot for hits. And then uh, we talked about the Rangers quickly there. They play Nashville on Sunday and they play Buffalo on the Friday uh, there's Kako and Hunt, who are on uh, each of the top two lines. And lastly, Vegas is at home to Philly on Friday and home to Mini on Sunday. And Riley Smith, who's had a great year, and Dadanov. All right, guys, so that's it. Let's get to the Battle of the Barginos. Bargains. Brian won the last week so he's at three and the rest of us are at one but shout out to the winner two-time winner on instagram was Memes. he had tage thompson and it was a week where tage had four goals hmm. so good stream it is our pick um i believe between the three of us i'm gonna have to go last because i was the last winner between the three of us okay so i don't know anthony joe i get confused every week I think it'll it would be me because I won that first week. No, you can go ahead, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That doesn't matter. Yeah, go, ahead. Go, go ahead because I'm probably going off the board. Okay, perfect. I'm gonna go to the Ducks, and I picked them up in our pool this week. I'm gonna go with a little bit of Sunny Milano. Milano, what's his ownership? His ownership, I believe, 8%. is you're at good, you're good. eight percent. Yeah. yeah, I know it was under. I just didn't know the exact. I was going to go with Jamie Drysdale because I like him. He's actually been like producing at a pretty nice rate, and they play five times. But I'm not going to do that. I have this funny feeling that Scott Perunovic is going to have a good week, 
Wow. <laughs> wow. I don't know why. I just feel like he's been getting good power play time. St. Louis is due for a couple of wins. I like their schedule. And, and taking a for shot. For our listeners out there shot. and viewers, I will say this. These the two brothers over here, they have horseshoes up their ass every <laughs> single fantasy time. Like what? whatever like and it's not even horseshoes, they're good at it. Thank you. So Thank you. when one of them says they have a feeling, <laughs> I would lean going towards that feeling than not. Because most of the time it does pan out. So go pick them up. That's right. <laughs> I'm speaking from many years of experience as finishing <laughs> near like probably third half the time. You know, sometimes I do get between them or yeah. on top of them, but it's most Time I'm trailing. Okay, my pick. I have a feeling that I'm joking. <laughs> joking. Uh, well, I guess I, I have, a, have feeling. a feeling. I really wanted to go with Nachushkin, but I saw that he's 23% owned, so that's off the table. But um, I'm not going to go to the Ducks. You guys already went there. Let's go. Let's go, Capo Caco. Let's just say that. Yorgiev's going to let in a few this week, and the Rangers are going to have to outscore their opponent. And uh, Kako's going to be in the mix. So I'll take Kako at 18%. Okay. I take back what I just said, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I can't wait to reel that back next week. All right. That's it for us. We'll get Brian's pick. We'll get Brian's pick. We'll post it on our socials. Yeah. That's it, guys. Have any last remarks or sign off? Yeah. I'm, uh, for anyone who's listening to this episode on Wednesday, it's Mike's birthday. So maybe shoot him a nice little message there or something. There we go. Does a lot for the, the, does a lot for the pod. The cap, El Capitano. Thanks. Yeah. Thank you, guys. Appreciate that. Yeah. It's going to be a uh, big 30. Big 30. Big 3 Welcome to the club, finally. Oh, Got you a nice little gosh. gift, Mikey. You might like it. I've oh. been here for six years already. Wow. You've been oh in the 30s for six years. Yeah. Yeah, you're a the, geese yeah. bag. You're a geese bag. <laughs> well, <clears throat> thanks for that. Okay, that's it, guys. Let's wrap it up here. We will be back next week. And uh, good luck in your pools this week. We'll chat then. Yeah, good luck, guys. Have a good week. Fun and odd.